You are listening to Give Grief a Chance, and I'm your host and advanced grief recovery specialist, Diane Morgan. And these podcasts are all about bringing grief awareness out into the world, because even today, my friends, grief is hidden and it's tucked away. So come along and join me on this journey. Let's start to bring grief out into the open and maybe you'll be brave enough to give your grief a voice. This is episode 221. Hello to all of my lovely podcast listeners and welcome back to another episode of Give Grief a Chance. I hope that you're all doing well and a big thank you to everyone who takes the time to listen to these podcasts. And as always, I'm here to help you to navigate the challenging journey of grief and find healing along the way. Oh, and a quick reminder about my journal, which is called Giving Grief a Voice. It's a beautiful gift that can help to guide and support you through your grief. It's filled with writing prompts, breathing exercises and self-care tips. And you can find it on Amazon. So on today's episode, I've been asked to discuss a topic that many of us encounter at some point in our lives. How to manage panic attacks during the grieving process. So experiencing a significant loss can be very overwhelming and panic attacks can exacerbate those feelings. But fear not, today I'm going to provide you with some actionable strategies to help you to cope. And grief is a normal and natural response to many different types of losses and it can activate a wide range of emotions. You know, one day you might be feeling really good and then out of the blue, you might feel an attack of anxiety and fear. And those feelings can make us feel stuck, like we've lost our sense of safety and control. You see, when those emotions become too intense, they might just lead to an extreme sense of panic. And a panic attack can feel different for everyone. So what does anxiety feel like? Well, some of the symptoms can be feeling on edge, irritability, difficulty concentrating, or having a sense of dread. And some of the physical symptoms may include sweating, dizziness, stomach cramps, dry mouth, and a fast heartbeat. So what is a panic attack? Well, it's a rush of those anxious sensations all at once, and it can feel extremely intense. And if you don't know what's going on, then you might start to feel like something awful is about to happen to you. You might start thinking, oh my gosh, am I having a heart attack? Am I going to faint? Because the good old fight or flight response kicks in and ramps up the intensity even more, which then creates a panic attack. And right at that moment, if we could recognize the feelings as a result of anxiety, 
everything would begin to calm down. But unfortunately, that's hard to do in the moment of panic. But I want you to know that panic attacks are a normal part of the grieving process and it's okay to feel sad and afraid. Now, if you're having a panic attack and you feel like you can't breathe, one of the key things to remember is, if in doubt, breathe out. Because during a panic attack, most of the time the person is trying to breathe in and they forget to breathe out. You see, what's happening is that your brain is getting ready for fight or flight and it's redirecting the blood flow to the muscles ready for you to run. Now, if you are not moving and you're stuck in your head, the chances are you'll start to feel like you can't breathe. And when that happens, your brain will keep telling you to breathe in, breathe in. And of course, when you feel like you can't, then you'll feel more panicky and you'll start to hyperventilate. But when we breathe out, our parasympathetic nervous system gets triggered, which will put us in a state of rest and digest. And that's our safe state. So you see, your outbreath is the fastest means of communicating with your nervous system, which in turn tells your brain to relax, you're safe, and it turns off the fight or flight response. So let's take a look at some ways to manage those panic attacks. Now, as I've mentioned, it's important to learn how to slow down your outbreath. So here's a great exercise to practice before anything happens. So purse your lips and blow out slowly. Imagine you're blowing out a candle. However, you don't want to blow the flame out. You just want to make it dance. Blow long and slow until you feel all of the air has gone out of your lungs and then allow the in-breath to happen easily and naturally, but always through your nose, bringing it all the way down to your belly. Repeat this three times. Honestly, no one wants panic attacks, but knowing how to stop it can just be what you need to stop it from spiraling into a full-blown panic attack. All right, so here's a great progressive muscle relaxation exercise. Now, this technique involves tensing and relaxing different muscle groups in your body. So start with your toes, tensing and relaxing and slowly work your way up to your head. Tense each muscle group for about five to 10 seconds and then release and focus on the sensation of relaxation. You know, this helps to alleviate physical tension and it promotes a self of calm. And I love this one because you can do it sitting on a plane, a train, in the doctor's office or at home on the couch. Now, the next one is a good mindset technique. And this is where you start to identify the thoughts that activate your panic attacks. When you're having those thoughts, ask yourself, 
are they realistic or are they blowing up the situation? You'll be surprised how we can magnify our thoughts. But recognizing is the first step. So once you've identified any negative thoughts, start to question their validity. Are there concrete facts supporting these thoughts or are they based on assumptions or fears? Challenging them with evidence and logic. And I do have to say that circumstances of losing someone or something you love can keep you in an emotionally painful place. But eventually you get to decide how you really want to feel and how you want to live your life. You know, we have to grieve fully and live fully. So replace those catastrophic thoughts with a more balanced alternative. For example, if you think, oh God, I can't handle this, then try replacing it with, this is difficult, but I've faced challenges before and I've gotten through them. You see, it's so important to be aware of our thoughts because if you don't, you'll end up feeling stuck and that could lead to complications. Next, let's look at self-care and acceptance. Try to participate in activities that bring you joy and a sense of normalcy because engaging in hobbies or spending time with loved ones, caring friends or playing with our pets can provide the comfort we need. And remember to maintain a daily routine and stick to it as much as possible, as this can provide a sense of structure and stability. And never forget to reach out for support. Lean on friends and family for or support groups, because sharing your feelings and experiences with others can help to alleviate those feelings of loneliness and isolation. And if you need to, don't hesitate to seek professional help that can provide you with effective strategies to manage panic attacks and help you to process your grief. You know, grief is a complex journey and panic attacks can make it even more challenging. These techniques I've offered take practice and patience and it's okay if they don't work perfectly first time around. So be gentle and patient with yourself because with constant effort and support, you can learn to manage panic attacks and navigate the grieving process more effectively. And please remember, you're not alone on this journey. I know that healing is possible. So take good care of yourself and I'll be back with another episode. Until then, be kind to yourself and to others. Okay, you lovely people, that is it for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and that it was helpful for you. Now, if you'd like to find out more about my services and programs, then please visit my website, givegriefachance.com. When you're there, you can drop me an email, you can ask a question or you can share your story via voice message and I'll be happy to play it on the podcast. Plus, you can book a free chat with me.
And while you're over at my website, why not check out my free gifts to you? Because if you're having trouble sleeping, well, there's a guided meditation to help you sleep. And if you're feeling really confused about this grief thing, there's a grief recovery ebook with 61 tips on the experience of grief and how to move through it. And if you're ready to put pen to paper in order to get those thoughts and feelings out of you, then you might want to download my fillable grief worksheets. So please feel free to use them. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, please rate it, like it and share it. And if you feel like it, come and join me on Instagram at Give Grief a Chance Coach. And last but not least, I'd like to invite any women who might be struggling with their grief to come and join us in a safe and nurturing group on Facebook. It's called Life After Loss with Diane Morgan. And I would be honoured if you would come and join us and give your grief a voice. Okay, my friends, take good care and have a wonderful week.